It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. All right, so is that what it's called? Kill me now. Kill me now. Because nice. you know we talk about the things that piss you off, but what, can kill I me just? Now. That was a good Judy impersonation. Kill me. You know what's stuck now. in my mind? I've been telling everyone that you, what? <laughs> you cracked me up so much. What did I do? You, you were talking about. Isn't life just just gets horrible? I know a man who can point to just letters. Oh with yeah. His toe. Yeah, my friend Bob. <laughs> that has stayed with me the but whole week. But it's so, I got to tell you, it's like, I, I remember when the kids were little and, you know, you're you're restricted. You know, you can't do anything. Everything is like, you know, got to pack a fucking bag and this. And it's always the what if. What if he throws up? What if he shits on his pants? What if, you know, in his pants? What You know, so you've always got to carry shit around. But you're young enough. Yeah. Well, not well, I was... 38 but whatever I was 34 actually when Henry was born but anyway and then you think oh when they get a little older it's going to be so much easier it's just you get older people get sick they fucking die you know it's it's sad it's sucks and now I, I know someone recent a comic who's like I just found out is dying who well I don't want to say his name because but it, he's a young guy he's 39 and he has colon cancer. Oh, and fuck. He's, they're talking hospice. And he's Facebook living. Oh. And that's how I found out. And no. it was. And then I thought about what you said <laughs> about the foot, the right. to the. Oh wow. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's really, it's it's awful. It's awful. But that's life. Yeah, that's what it, people say. That's life. That's what people say. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. But. You've been around you know, a long ladies time. and gentlemen, la- ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to Kill Me Now. We're starting this episode talking <laughs> about the most miserable, horrible things, um, which is fine with me uh, because I love our guest. We hang out a lot during the week uh, at the comedy cell. We don't hang out a lot. We hang out, but when at- we do, it feels good, right? But okay, it's not a lot, but like you're in the club a lot when I'm in the club, and. Yeah. Whatever, she's annoying. Anyway, um, <laughs> so welcome to Kill Me Now. I'm your host. Kill me Judy. now. Kill me now. With uh, Judy Gold. Um, Lauren is here. And, uh, oh, fuck. I forgot my whistle. Shit. And Patrick is on the board hello. because he is bored. Hello, but hello. we are here with the incredible, Hi, Patrick. the incredibly hello. talented, uh, funny, great actor. Ooh. Hot. <laughs> Marina Franklin, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Marina Franklin. So Marina, 
Yeah, so we were at the cellar the other night, and um, and I was talking about how life just... Get, and you know, but I, it still made me laugh in a way. I know it was like horrible right. what you were saying, but it. My friend like, has I ALS. Told yeah, Keith, I told Keith Robinson the story. Yeah, he's. I told him that you asked about him. He goes, yeah. "I love Judy. Uh, I absolutely love Judy. I love him. Yeah, I so. want him to come to a basketball game. Anyway, so you know, Keith had a stroke, unfortunately, but he is he's getting better and really better. Well, he's yeah. doing really well. So then Looks I good too. Yeah. So I was saying. So that brought me into the, you know, anytime I have an invitation to go miserable, you know, uh, I, d- I will. And I was had just visited my friend Bob, who has ALS. Uh, his Bob, book, Bob Smith. Bob Smith. Famous and he, comedian. His um, book just came out. Great reviews. Great. Fu- it's such a good book. Anyway, point being that he has ALS and it's advanced to the point where he can't, well, he can talk, he can't move anything on his upper body or anything, mm. but he can move his legs and he point, his big toe points to a cluster of letters and that's how you figure out what word he's trying to say. So I was just telling Marina that and of course, since we're comics, that becomes the premise of humor. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that's the only thing because I. I but he laughs I all yeah. the time, as Bob would want. It's it. also the yeah. way Judy tells yes. it. But Absolutely. I do, I do go into Bob uh, a lot and go. You know, why couldn't you just get AIDS? Why would you have to get this? <laughs> you know, we all. And anytime we ever, t- I can't. You know, you can't complain to someone who can't, who's stuck in a bed. <laughs> So when I co- complain, I go, I know you have ALS, but this is what happened to me. Okay. <laughs> and he, you know, he laughs a lot, but it sucks. Yeah. But I'm glad that, that you, that carried with you. That it he did because tell- it, it actually, like when I saw the comedian Facebook living and I couldn't believe he was doing that literally from mm-hmm. his bed, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that he has full blown cancer and right. describing it. He's still being funny. Right, you don't lose that. Yeah, he was it's just... It's probably he can't get on stage. So now he has to... He's, that's his stage. And that's exactly what he said, too. He goes, just so you know, like, when you're dying, you can still be funny. Right. And it was just... It's still Is heart-wrenching. he married? No, but he has two kids. Oh, God, he how has, old? It's heart-wrenching. Um, I don't know the ages of them, oh, but, It yeah. doesn't matter. It's just, no, it's yeah. just sad, and it's... Is it's he in New York? In New York, lives, like... Close to me, above Harlem, boxer, very fit, oh. very fit. And this you know, is the boxers are the most fit of anyone. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Oh, golden glove, golden gloves. Is that what it is? Golden gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They train like a mother. I took a boxing class. Oh, once. I yeah, oh. I boxed for a while until my arthritis in my hands you got gotta, like, so bad. Flip tires over. Oh my god, I was so fucking buff. Yeah. Look at me! I just I boxed. You are buff. Yeah, arena. you're good. You look, and you lost a lot of weight, from yeah, Marina. Lot of, that's from not Marina. drinking alcohol. Marina, for not drinking alcohol. Not drinking Do you miss alcohol. It? Not at all. Really? I actually. I just don't. had. I had, I like my. You know what I realized last night? I, you know, we're this is we're a little. It this is being taped. So, but last night I was at a debate, um, gig with a bunch of lesbians and I didn't want to drink but then they had some nice tequila there mm. and the tequila doesn't make me drunk I only sip it a little bit but then I started getting heartburn I get fucking heartburn yeah, now I get heartburn I had to take Tums what the fuck 
fuck is that? At a certain age, I, I well, I think alcohol is poison, but I think after so 40, you're never gonna drink again. No, I don't. Not I even don't want wine to. with dinner. Nope. I think it's poison. I think it's all poison. Wine affected me in a bad way. Like how? I had. I would get asthma. Hmm. Oh, because Elisa has asthma too, mm-hmm. and she. So it's like, why drink she, it? Okay, what about uh, so you don't smoke pot? I do. Oh, oh good. Please. Okay. Oh, there oh is thank something. God. Okay. I have I my like, vape. Woo! I'm ready after this. Oh, good. I'll, I was going to do it before, but I said that. Let's just pass it around. I never do anything before. Mm-hmm. I never do, and I make this one promise that he won't um, do anything. You've before. changed my entire smoking regimen. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you it's used better. To smoke all day. I j- she said, "Just do whatever I tell you," and I was like, "Okay." So I'm just trying to do that. You're so full of shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. I really am trying to do that. I just when you're working, you know, That's... unless you're sitting and writing, you know, you really you think you're not compromised, but you are. This is true. Also, yeah, there's I mean, a lot of well, times. You're kind of, yeah. uh, you know, you're you're my mentor, so you know, oh, I'm gonna try to mental. do whatever you do. I'm your mentor. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it, um, Marina. Yes. Thank you for doing the show. You also have a podcast. You're the host of your own podcast here on Play Dot Shit. Um, <laughs> And uh, tell us about your podcast, Marina. Uh, It's called Friends Like Us. Yes. And it features women of color with uh, very different views on hot topics. Something very... Hot topics. Hot topics. Can I be a woman of color? You know, this was a debate, actually, in the first... Uh, going on Play.it because our first guest was Bonnie McFarlane. Play Dutch it. Yeah. yeah, and then I had Marion Gronin on and I had such anger from black women who were like, they're not of color. I was mm. like, I find Jewish women, not that Bonnie's Jewish, um, but Marion is. And I, I, I always felt like Jewish women were like my sisters in the struggle of, of all of this. And I love you for that. Because I, I, I feel that way too. I just have always been that way. And I think so, black I women and Jewish women are the really the strongest women Which, in the world. I mean, I mean, look at our we have the Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. I mean, Michelle Obama is. You know, it's just well, they've they've had to evolve more, and they've evolved past everyone else, uh, at least in America, because I feel like when you are so suppressed and so not given a voice, I mean, you have to find every single way, every single road and, you know, every single device you can possibly use to keep going and move ahead and like... Yeah, but black that, women that have... They, you end up training your, your soul and your body yeah. and everything. You end up, you know, becoming more no, involved. No, but, you know, look, the Jews, we in Europe, we were shit and dirt and crap and... Then we come over here. It's just a very similar story. You know, I we were slaves and then we come was, up. Yeah. And I do get this, and this is why I had to listen, is women, of, uh, especially women of color, have felt like in the struggle for feminism, they've been left behind. Yeah. Mm. And so I had to like, but I found it was still an interesting conversation and to create the con- the sort of debate was good enough for me. Right. And I still have like once a month a man on the show or whatever or something outside of can that. I be a once a month? Absolutely. I would love Maybe that. Maybe the one time. Yeah. And <laughs> shut up. But you I did know get I my period like show. three minutes, three two two weeks ago. I got my period. I'm fifty. I'm gonna be fifty four. Why don't you come on this Monday in November? Wait, okay, you got your from, period when? Uh, two weeks ago. Oh, so maybe we should plan it when you get it again. 
I don't know when I'm gonna get it. I hadn't had it for like seven months. And then I was like, what? I love when you get, I, I'm always around when you get your period. I know, what the fuck is that? That's hilarious. The last time I was around, we were doing some weird thing for Yanni Poppy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Whatever I was, happened I to that, that football wives thing? Judy thought I was crazy. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was you were in the worst fucking mood. We I had to, so angry. we had to, you know, uh, shoot something and it wasn't the most professionally it was not organized though. organized uh, I was asshole but they though. got you know you had to go there and sit around for like four hours oh, before six o'clock in the morning they didn't yeah. want to feed me you know and I was a little bit arrogant because I had just come off of writing for divorce on right. HBO so I had been sort how of catered was that? to and I just was like this is ridiculous how was, how was divorce oh my god writing for divorce was uh and you didn't write it me in. It changed my life. Right. You didn't write me in. So, <laughs> fuck you. So, wait. So. I, we could have used you, actually. Now what? thinking about it. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Next time. Yes. So, wait. Oh so, you wrote God, on you the first. Perfect. You wrote on the first scene. The first se- uh, season. First season. Mm-hmm. And I'm done. I'm done. I just did for. Because the, the, the thing is. it was. Did you they, write a full script? No. You were. I was staff writer. So, I don't get to. I'm That's ba- good, though. I'm baby writer. So what did you have to write? Just I just dialogue? sat in a room and pitched ideas. And so, like, one of the ideas that I've seen in the second episode, right. specifically, that I remember pitching was when she goes into the room to... If, I hope this doesn't ruin it for anyone. I don't yeah. think it will. But she goes into... Spoiler alert. She's locked out the house, basically, and she goes to pick up... Uh, she uses the neighbor's phone. And then and the town had seems in the conversation so white I said the family should be ambiguously a different ethnic right. background it's just think image wise it's hilarious right that we don't see it. it right it's a reveal afterwards right 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 and so that's what they it's and it was so really fun to see your ideas right isn't it yeah in so, something that's really funny that's and amazing that, how that's on now it's on now Sarah Jessica and you Parker. can see my name it goes staff writer Hell and it's yeah. just me was the money good Money was amazing. That's why I have Terry as a trainer. Fucking a! I, I got to get her. on these. How'd you get the staff writing job? Okay, so that's staff a, infection that's, job. This is a good story. Thank so you. So I actually started. I was found by Sarah Jessica's company. Mm-hmm. They saw me at the Comedy Cellar, mm-hmm. and her one of Caroline Moore. She's amazing. She works in the office there over mm-hmm. for pretty matches, and uh, they asked me in to just talk. And I didn't know I was actually pitching. I was just having a fun time for about right. an hour. And they said, this is a movie. Could you please write this up? And so I started writing my show for about a good year. Right. And then after that, they were like, we're going to pitch this out and, um, to HBO. Um, but let's make some changes. So for another year, I worked on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some help with Bonnie McFarlane, who's a really good writer. She's mm-hmm. awesome. And she like, and, and Mark Theobald. Mark Theobald also helped me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Caroline. And mm-hmm. then after that, submitted it to HBO. They saw my script. Um, the Paul Sims, who is the yes. main showrunner, saw the script and hired me. He liked it. He liked the script. He liked my script, yeah. And then he hired me. He said, you, you got some talent here. So he hired me. The, I love that. The, and he said this, you could learn a lot from just being in the room. Oh, absolutely. And so that's what it was. It was like. And you're young let's, enough. Let's encourage her. Yeah. That's and, incredible. Um, yeah. yeah. I wish I could have continued on, but it's like this was uh, a process that was just necessary for me for the four weeks. And then 
it, for season two? No. Maybe I don't know. For now, no. But it's uh, I know writing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Did and how many hours a day did you work? It was from nine to it would change. It was like different. Like he would <laughs> the way he runs the room. He'd be like, eh, let's come in after lunch tomorrow. Oh my god, I fucking love him. And I'm talking about that is why I had such an attitude because it was like that mm. type of. Oh like, yeah, because you. It's but that's our fucking business. It's like uh, I I go from like great trailer on a Showtime series. I got a fucking bed in my trailer. You know, I got and then I go do something here and I'm in the fucking comedy club <laughs> in someone's fucking office right next to the bathroom slash kitchen. Yeah, it, and they just like, put you right back. Yeah, it's just yeah. you know it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you do. It's like you wonder why people are divas. Um, this is why I'm never a diva because... You are not. You were very great that day and, and you know, but you did come in later so I could see why right. you were in a better mood. Mm-hmm. I came in like four or five or I would have been pissed earlier out. and I was yeah, agitated. Yeah, I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed. Now, um, Marina, you yes. are from uh, one of my favorite areas of the country, Chicago. Um, yes. And you're... You... Uh, eventually moved to the Highland Park area. Is that no, correct? No, I, I was born and born raised in the, there. In the Highland Park. Which explains Park. probably why I'm so close to Jewish women. Right, and it's very <laughs> Jewy in Highland Park. Yeah, yeah. So I I was born in this on the south side, but like when I think I was maybe two. Right. That's when we moved to Highland Park, and then until How I was, was nine. Oh, so you don't remember the south side when you were two? No, I do actually, actually a moment. Like I remember yeah. the apartment and kind of, right, right. you know, crawling around. Yeah, I remember. And a, shadows an of yeah. seeing my dad like kind of playing with me. Right. Because he and, was never there. No, right. <laughs> I'm joking. He was there. So um, <laughs> why, how did <laughs> you, you so did your, par- did your parents live in, in uh, the South Side for a while before you moved to Highland Park? It was Island probably, Park? yeah. I mean, my mother grew up on the South Side uh-huh. um, and my father grew up on the South Side. Yeah. So my dad had an affinity for Jewish everything. I don't. I, I found you out you should do twenty three and Me. I'm telling you, you're a Jew. What's twenty three and Me? It's when they do the um, saliva. They take your saliva and then they tell you your ancestry. Don't you ever see those commercials where they're like, "I told everyone that I was, <laughs> I was Italian, and and now I found out that I'm Native American." <laughs> you well, want everyone to be Jewish except for me. I tell you that I am. I took the twenty three no, and Me. I, I'm like seven percent Jewish. Jewish. No, you wanted me to be Jewish first of all, but. No. Yes, I do want to be Jewish. No, That's another you, thing. No, but, but I'm saying. And what are you? But I find out that I do have Jew in me. And she's like, no, but everybody else. She's no, like, you're no, a Jew. I'm sa- Get the whistle. But I actually do have in, in, in me. Right. That's what I. My grandfather. See, that's why she. Or my grandmother. Your grandmother on whose side? My mom's side, my grand, it's an interesting story. My grandmother was never told who her father was. So this mm. was during that time when, you know, interracial was like bad. What? And yeah. Wait, and when talked. was that? Mm. Like early. Like three years I'm ago. I'm kidding. Loving. So, Versus Virginia. State of Virginia. Go it was ahead. somewhere in the South too. It was like, right. and um, they, it, this is sad though. My grandmother went her whole life and didn't know that her fa who her father was, they introduced her to some strange man. Mm-hmm. I don't know the full story of that, but this is the tidbits I get. Right. And then my uncle, who's 
you know, very wealthy asshole that lives in L.A. found out after she passed away. He did the phone research. You can actually identify people and what happens through phone records. Mm -hmm. And they saw the phone transactions going between my grandmother's mother and this man who's Jewish who owned a fish store in the South. Mm-hmm. And that was when she became pregnant. The timing of it and everything. Wow. So we so don't your have mu- your we grandmother's don't have proof, father was Jewish. Yes, and owned a fish store. Yes, somewhere you in know this, we like the fish, yeah. the Jews. <laughs> so um, yeah, and my grandmother was by bi- you could tell she biracial, right? And then um, yeah, so so they spoke all the time, apparently from the phone records. So d- who did she think her father was? She didn't I have know. no idea okay. who they introduced her to. Okay, so your parent, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Okay, so then your parents, so they're living in South. So what was the South Side like when your parents were living there? Apparently, when my parents lived on the South Side, it was fine. You know, it's like, like in the 60s, beautiful. 70s. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. really nice. It was white. Uh, like apparently, when my grandfather and my mom, yeah, my mother's father moved mm-hmm. there, I heard stories of him being told to go back to Africa. And oh, that's this nice. is off of uh, Calumet Street, like, right, right by St. Columbanus. So right. anyone who's listening from Chicago will know Chicago. And he's like, "You go back to Germany or wherever you're from," you know. Right. So Seriously. that's what he said. Good. Uh, he named his dog Whitey, um, so he was very angry. <laughs> <laughs> my Whitey, get over here! Why? I mean, you'd fucking get killed. And my grandmother, yeah. my fa- my father's mother, named her dog Kunta Kente. Oh, I love that! A white poodle. Did Whitey oh, and Kunta Kente play together? Never. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> no, they were on opposite sides the, of the. Wait, so Whitey? I mean, can you imagine screaming Whitey in that in that neighborhood? neighborhood. That's I hilarious. Know. I love it. Kunta Kente. Let me tell you something. I was so into the original roots. Like, it was a huge part of my growing up. Me too. Like, major. Like, and him, and then he worked for uh, Sesame Street, or, uh, what does he work for? Reading Rainbow? Oh, Reading Rainbow, yeah, Yeah, something. But that, that miniseries was major did part. you do the did you see the i can't see the remake cause I, I have the remake at home because i get attached you know to the original. i don't want it it's like i can't do that I can't yeah, do how can it you either. redo why would you redo that because have, this generation doesn't you know it's funny i would say i actually do this joke about my grandma having a white poodle named kunta kente but they the audience now they're young they and don't, they don't know, know who kunta but now kente because is. they redid the story oh very nice well let me tell you something i went to see fiddler <laughs> on the roof last week okay mm-hmm. And the kids, they redid it. Um, and the kids don't understand the story. Mm, that damn. they get you know, kicked out of there. They're like, what? Uh, what's a pogrom? I mean, it's sad. Yeah, it is They sad. have no fucking clue. All right, so you move from Southside to Jewy Jewman. <laughs> did you go to public school? I did. I went to Wayne Thomas until I was like, yeah, eight or nine. Right. And Wayne Thomas, it's funny because there is a girl that went to school with me that is now, I think, the booker for Kimmel. And Dave Juskow yells at her all the time for not booking me. He's like, she went to school with you. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and um, she didn't remember me when I saw I remembered her. I saw her. Right. And this is literally like 30 years later. And right. I recognized her immediately because she, her father was 
was known in the neighborhood. He was on news, and we she was always like everyone knew who she was. Why? Because he was like a the he reporter. was the news guy, and and it was one of those you know when you're oh, a kid. so she's in the showbiz family. <laughs> but it was really interesting that she didn't. She she told me no, you did not go to my school. Fuck you. And I said I did. That's horrible. Yeah. She said no, you did not. Is she and a Jew? Then, Is she mm-hmm, a Jew? Mm-hmm. Fuck and then be- the next day. <laughs> Go ahead. She saw me. She went. I think she got a class. She got a class picture, mm-hmm. and she circled my face in an arrow. She goes, "You were right." She goes, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You were. She, you were right. Like I didn't know I was right." Whoa. Wait. So was she nice? I was the then? only black kid in class, so I guess maybe she really didn't think there were any of us. But there. you right. think she would remember you more then? I would. That's what I thought. But I guess. so you're the only black kid, right? I was the only black kid. I was. Um, there was another black. Kid. What did your parents do Guy. for a, li- they for a living? Date. They did, um, of course. That's like yeah, the tall had They're a date. Like, the you other guys, day. you guys um, should have pretended to be arch nemesis. <laughs> but, okay, go. Uh, so uh, I, what? Oh, what uh, my VP. parents did? I just said VP. That means voice probation. That means he's not allowed to talk now. Really? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Bye. So right. wait. You. So you? Okay. So, so you're, parents. You're the only white kid in the school. <laughs> besides the other, I mean, the only black. No, kid. it was confusing. Uh, in the school, besides this other guy who they it was black, and then they wanted, which is was always like when I was a kid. Look how tall he is. The two of you should get, I'm like, first of all, I'm a lesbo, okay? And you don't, like, it's not height, whatever. So, what was that like? Were they nice to you? In in the school that I, you know, it's funny, it's like, um, in the school, it was not bad. Like, I think because I started off there from, they knew me, they were used to me. It was when I went outside of the school and did camp. Yeah, you did camp. My dad. Uh, what okay, kind of so, camp to go did you back do? Back to why my dad had this oh, yeah. affinity for and what that. and what did they do for a living? Your parents. So my dad had worked in business, travel mm-hmm. agency, but he was always that guy, who, um, I guess in hi- what I found out, uh, he's no longer with us. But in at his funeral mm-hmm. was that he had, uh, a, there was some guys that took him in. They were Jewish and they mm-hmm. just taught him about business. Right. My dad took it on so much. Right. That mm-hmm. um, this was what he just believed. Right. And so um, I didn't know this happened to him until mm-hmm. afterwards, but all of his business partners were Jewish. And so what happened was they had recommended him a house in Highland Park. And he was like, I believe that my daughter's going to do better if she goes to schools out there. With with them with with the Jews with the Jews that's his that was his belief right and so um so that's what happened and then yeah where's the whistle <laughs> okay go ahead so that's what happened and then yeah I mean okay so uh did you go to a lot of bat mitzvahs I went to one that's I can it barely remember it though I remember the coins the that's coins? all I remember the guilt. it's yeah. guilt. Guilt. Not guilt. The guilt. Like the gold <laughs> Jewish guilt coins with the chocolate inside? Yeah, that's, that's all for, I remember. That's what you have on Hanukkah. Okay. Oh, all right. So sorry. then. I guess I didn't retain a lot. Um, <laughs> I am retaining right now. Let me tell you. I'm so uh, fucking bloated that was, that and retaining. Was, ooh. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Um, so then you go to University of Illinois. 
No, not right away. So then I moved to the south side when I was nine. Wait, what? Back. Two to, no, to, two to nine, you're with the Jews. And then you go back to south. Why do you go back and to that south was side? Tra- that was traumatic. I bet. How, why, did, why did you have to? Because I was basically white at that point. Right. And then your uncle. Not really, but. You were, right. You were the only. Yeah, you were surrounded by white people. You were used to that. I right. didn't know anything different. I was raised like Why by did wolves. you go back to the south <laughs> side? Um, My dad had lost his business. Fuck. Traumatic. That's shit. horrible. Like really horrible stuff. And my mother had just lost her mom. No. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. So she and had to move. And they were getting a divorce. Oh, the so whole this thing. was a good whole, year for you. This was yeah, a good year. It was like nine. The train, the planes. Did, you remember 1978 when the planes didn't fly? Like it was a big, the blizzard of 78. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, ruined, ruined my dad's travel oh agency. Okay. Oh my God. Horrible. Okay, so you go back <laughs> and your uncle teaches you to speak black. He does. Where'd you get that from? Was this in my accent? Where She's you? a no, I read. I read all about the guests. Uh, where? But where did you find that one? I don't know. I don't say that very often. Well, I That's found good. it. That's good. Thank you. Good research. Thank you. So your uncle do is this. like, you need to tur- speak black because otherwise the, what, the blacks are going to hate you. So, how did he teach you? Do let's do a little. I'll be you, and you be your uncle. Okay, ready? You're me. Yeah, I'm you. Say something like, "I really want to go get some ice cream." No, no, no. You got you got you saying that all wrong. Well, what do I? How do I say it? Say we gonna get some ice cream. I. We gonna get some ice cream. <laughs> I. All right, but just a little faster. I. I we we hey. gonna get some ice cream. And I, what y'all want? What what do you, what do you all want? What y'all y'all? What y'all? What y'all? Like that? No. <laughs> you gonna you gonna have to practice just a little longer. All right, slow it down. You just said to fast make it faster. Oh, did I say that? Well, <laughs> you gotta feel it out. <laughs> I still can't do it myself. So wait, so did. Uh, <laughs> Is, is that how it went? I, so I, I'm was actually like? not that good at it. What, what was it part. like going back to? Because that was the one thing he said. It's not you all. It's y'all. y'all. That was the first time. I remember that specifically. Right. And I was like, y'all. And then the thing is, is, I was imitating him as a man. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I was actually <laughs> pimp walking. Yeah, you were. Oh, my God. I love that. In That's school. Great. I was doing what I thought was black, but it was really like And what did the kids boy. say? They thought I was weird and crazy, right. and they said, "Just leave her alone. She's just something's wrong with her." They thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you were in the South Side. She's acting black I in was school. Just really Everybody's dry. like, "What the fuck is wrong with that?" So, chick? from did you have any friends? Eventually, uh, I had to learn double Dutch in order to get right. friends. Right. So I learned oh, on my, shit. I trained on my block. Right, because the kids on my block liked me. Right, so they were like, "We're going, you want to teach you double Dutch, so you get some friends at school." So they made me go wide, like they like first you start off with your legs all wide, right, and then they're gonna close up, and then you're gonna be able to jump double Dutch real good, and they'll let you play. That's so nice. They only oh. let, but they didn't. They only let me turn. Oh fuck them, motherfuckers! Can you still so for, 
I'm so sorry. Can you still do that? Can you still jump double dutch? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've, Hello. She just came got, from her trainer. I've gotten into so many accidents trying to do double dutch. Okay, it's, that's it takes right. me Not back, about you, Judy Gold. Takes right, me back maybe. emotionally though. Every time I play double dutch, I oh. think about like how I wanted friends just so much. Right. And then I did start. A, I, I tell the story on stage that I got into a fight with a girl. I say, you know, in the joke, I said, you know, she was. Um, this girl wanted to fight me and she was ugly she wanted but that's not how it happened (laughs) what how it really happened (laughs) was that i started the fight because i knew i it was like business if you don't fight someone so you fist fight i i just i didn't no i didn't win i i got knocked out but the thing but did you throw any punches i went at her but i went at her wrong and she Landed one hit and I was flat on the ground. Oh my god! Did w- was it still good though? Because you you stepped up. You okay. Went in. Yeah. Then they say, "Oh, she's not scared." But then she's fucking passed out on the ground. Anyway, so but this, the messed up part was in the afterwards when you go to the counselor and mm-hmm. at the principal. I spoke still very white, right? And she was like, she actually was like, she, Marina's never done any. It was very clear to me at that age that this girl was being discriminated against because one, she didn't look good. And two, I had this like really proper, and they were like, so, and she was just like, and I just went along with it. But I started the fight. I was the one who should have been in trouble, but she got suspended. Whoa. Do you feel guilty? Oh, you have white privilege. Have you found her on Facebook to apologize? I don't know where that girl is. At you all. better fucking we, find out. We were out. In, the, in the, you know, we were kids. I said, you know, it's just business. Right. So she was good. <laughs> so yeah, you're nine. You're Maybe. nine years old till you graduate high school. You graduate. No, then we moved again. Where? Then this is even more. It was like. Because you was, moved a lot as a child. She didn't stay there. My mom didn't stay on the South Side too long because she thought right. it was bad for me, okay. education-wise. So and then you moved at 12. what age? Uh, three years later, you moved to where? So maybe two. Um, we moved to the South Suburbs, and that was, again, another change because it was um, racially diverse. And right. everyone was on the same economic, like, middle class. Right, right, So it was right. black and white, and it was coexisting quite well. right. And I was walking in not knowing that, and I was trying to be black still. Right. So I was like, "Ain't nobody gonna mess with me. Come y'all. up and come up, y'all. Come yeah. up in my face. Try me. You know, it was really awful. And okay. again, I was. They were like, "Something is wrong with this girl." <laughs> so you don't know when problem. to be white and when to be black. I didn't know. I had no very clue. Confused. You're I was very confused. confused. And then I eventually just melted into Marina. That's all you needed to be by high Marina. school. That's good. And you were popular in high school. I was popular in high school, but I still had those problems with black women. Right. A lot of times. Do you still have problems with black women? Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I have mean, problems with white women? I Yeah, I guess so, too. But it's more with black women. I, I just sometimes they just, I don't know, they don't know. I think what it is, and I do get this, and I don't talk as proper as I used to, or white as I used to, I guess. I don't know if it's proper, but... Um, I think the fear of seeing what you don't like, which Chicago's black side it was actually very racist too. Mm-hmm. The fear of hearing what you don't like in someone that looks like you can be shocking. Right, right, right. And I think that's where the anger was focused in on right, me. Right. So I would get it in high school sometimes too. Like black girls would just be like, "I'm gonna fight her. Mm. I just want to hit her." Mm-hmm. Right. Like because they just couldn't understand. 
What are, what are you in a fucking church? Oh, mm. It's like it's, <laughs> yeah. This is church for me. This is awesome. So that's just what happened. So I had one girl that just hit me for no reason in high school. Fuck her from behind. So that's even have. a. Well, I'll beat the shit out of her. And my friends knew it that she was going to do. They knew that she, for some reason she just didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Fuck her. So, so you then graduate high school. You go to University of Illinois. Yes. We get there. Yeah. And you study what? I study psychology mm-hmm. and uh, theater for a minor. And did you do any theater in high school? I did do theater and I did the music man. Pick a little, talk a little. Pick, pick a, a little, talk a little. Cheep, cheep, cheep. Talk a lot. Pick a little more. Pick a little, talk a little. Pickle, talk a little. Pick a little, talk a little. I love when you, you know, when I I was um what's I was in uh, Guys and Dolls. Were you? Yes, in seventh grade, Sarah Arvide. We've decided to close down the mission. That was my thing. That was the only. I was in the orchestra and I was in the play. Oh. Uh, and I could only play the older woman because I was like six feet tall. Oh. I played Tony the Tuna. It's great. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Patrick, were you in any plays in high school? No, no, I was in. Oh, you're so cute. No. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, oh, Patrick. I love that you made Patrick. I was a, I was a band geek. Me no, too. No job, I was a band geek. What'd you play? Uh, a little bit of everything. Well, the skin flute. In watching band, I was in the percussion. Yeah. And in, in concert band, I picked up the oboe. I love the oboe double read. It's very, that was extremely difficult. He's a hard yeah, instrument to very learn. Hard. You know, I, I wasn't that good. I, I had to pass my solo on to the clarinet player. Well, I was the first chair clarinet. Oh. <laughs> fight, 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 um, fight. <laughs> all right. So you go to University of Illinois, and then do you immediately go to Syracuse for theater? No, that was masters? something I had to convince my dad because see, I went. I wanted to always major in theater, but he said, "No, you're not going to get a job with that." So right. I had to sneak it in as a minor, and right. then yeah, I went to. He gave up. So by the time I left U of I, yeah, I had a teacher at U of I who said. Go to Syracuse. There is a guy there, Taswell Thompson, who who directed Arena Stage. Right. And all all of the actors are flying to Syracuse to work at Syracuse Stage. Right. All the good actors go there, and you're going to get some good training. And it's a great school, and it has a great theater Vanessa program. Williams comes from mm-hmm. there. Tay oh. Diggs comes mm-hmm. from there. I was there when Vera Farmiga was there. Right. So Tay Diggs is following me on Twitter. He what? follows everyone. Let me see if he's. Yeah, well, I think he, it's I think weird. people have his Twitter account for certain periods of time. I need to see if he's following. He me. is. He follows all the he comics. Is so hot. It's, it's really funny. Hot? Yeah, and I'm in love with his wife. But I are they still together? Aren't they? I hope not. Hmm. No, they're not together. Let's say Ty Diggs. I'm looking. He is up. so hot. I can't. I, I mean, he's like, like oh. perfect looking. God, he's beautiful. okay. So then you just moved to New York. Mm-hmm. I'm following him. He follows me! I love you, Ty! He follows it's, every comic. It's really I impressive. I love him! But you can see that, even in his acting now, you can see that he's, like, funny. Right. He's funny. He's and always he been funny, I think. he seems to be just Let me look good. At this yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that. I mean, back that in, is a even perfect back in specimen. Rent, you could see that he was just Ooh. a solid actor. I mean, yeah, he's got a great jaw. Okay, so you moved to New York and you uh, are mostly a theater person. 
Correct? Yeah, mostly a theater person, but, you know, it was a lot of comedy even when I was in Syracuse. I had some of the actors tell me, you should just do stand-up. Well, you said uh, you bumped into an old high school friend, told the old high school friend a story. Yeah. And that person said, you, you know, that was a stand-up. Research. Where I'm you? telling you. That person said to you, <laughs> you're, that person said to you, that was just a stand-up routine. Yeah, I got that a lot. I used to get it when I was younger, right. and I got it. So I said to myself, I kind of said to myself, if this theater thing doesn't work out, maybe I should try it. Right. And what was your first time on stage? It was at the Gotham Comedy Club. That was the first real time That would be here in New York City. Yeah, here in New York. Street. Yeah. I started in New York. I did. And Oh, was it the small one or was the it the small big one? Twenty Second Street, which I is now the Metropolitan that. Room. Yeah, I love that room. Maureen Langdon was standing yes. there. I was shaking. I was so nervous. She said, "You're gonna be fine." How was it? You're gonna be fine. And how'd you do first I time? Destroyed. Right, and it was the second time where you wanted to fucking kill yourself. Correct? Yeah, it was the second time where it was just not as good. Right, but it's the second time, and that then I got makes made, you a comic. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't, and it was the time when I was doing bringer shows. When I couldn't bring as right. many people. Right. And then the people were like, not my friends in mm-hmm. the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to, and it was and scary. Then you had to actually work. Now, you have uh, navigated the white and black worlds of Chicago. So which, well. Which is, <laughs> it's an incredible, I mean, that is an incredible life experience. It is. How does that, um, how does that prepare you for the wonderful world of show fucking biz? <laughs> oh my God, Larry King. Um, um, how does that, Marina, how does that prepare you for I, uh, this wonderful world? Uh, these are all really excellent questions. Thank you. Um, I mean, I would think it would give you skills beyond, you know, any someone who just didn't have to navigate there and be different people. I mean, like, obviously you had to be different people and have different identities and that is what they do in the theater. You're a different person. So, uh, how does that, you know, but now I bet when you deal with business people, you can smell the bullshit. I can. I, it's, it's, you have to assimilate. Each she time. was on a business call before we started recording, and she, it was very impressive. Really, she's good. Yeah, very business. Like really, yeah. Oh, you heard that? Mm-hmm. Really? Who were you talking to? I was talking to my manager because I'm doing some benefit, and they offered a hotel in New York City, and then they reneged on it. Because you live here. Because I live here, mm-hmm. and it was a benefit, so I said okay. But it was like they offered it, and I was thinking one night in a hotel. One night oh, yeah. in a hotel in a New away. York City. And it's near the venue, and then I can maybe get laid, possibly. Hell yeah, That's how I was thinking, because I don't want to bring anyone to my house. I have, my cat won't like them. Yeah, what kind of cat do you have? And is the cat's name? Billy. Kunta Kente. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. It's Billy? <laughs> Billy. Billy the cat. So what do you do with Billy when you go on the road? <laughs> Oh, well, when I go on the road, if it's one night, Billy stays by himself. He gets very angry. Right, right. If it's more than one night, then I have uh, Rondell, who started with me. He watches Billy. Now, when when I used to leave, I had cats because I'm a lesbian. It was part of the whole thing. <laughs> when I they uh, they part would, of the lesbian package. Yes, they would pee in my suitcase. They would be so mad. Whenever <sighs> I took my suitcase out, they fucking yeah. He gets in the suitcase. Yeah. When I take it out, yeah. he sits in it. He doesn't pee in it, but he definitely sits in it. You know you can't get rid of that fucking pee smell. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So you get on you get on Leno as a correspondent. 
Well, yeah, that didn't happen immediately. But. Right, but you started getting where you worked with Sherry O'Terry. I thought you were going to let me answer the question oh, sorry, about my ahead. skills and oh, yes, navigating that's right. through the neighborhoods. Oh, God, yes. So you're very, that skill definitely translate into... Well, I think this is important to point out to a lot of people is that not everyone has, is funny. So What? Like... <laughs> <laughs> like not everyone who goes through that experience right. comes out of it a comic. I think right. you have to really be the person right. comic in nature. Right. So I would say like even in Highland Park when I first started out, I used to make when I was at camp and let's say it was rough and let's say the right. kids didn't accept me for being black, I always made someone laugh. Right. So that was well, just it's who a coping I was. mechanism. It, it is was a mine. Yes. But I don't think everyone has that. So that was a skill right. that I used to make to get along with people it's like being a chameleon a chameleon or what are you right those yeah. lizards that change yeah You're right so i can imitate voices pretty well that's good i could do some character voices i do michelle wolf lately she i do her voice pretty well she's she's got an interesting voice do mm-hmm. it michelle how are you well i just think like if you're gonna ask me a question about my voice it should be based in something real like um who where do you think you got your voice uh from your mom your dad i think it's from trying to talk to my mom and her not listening <laughs> that's really <laughs> <laughs> welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. So when you come to New York, uh, you're working at Jekyll and Hyde. That would also be a Jekyll and Hyde restaurant. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde would also be uh, prepare you for fucking show business because that's the people in show business are Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. That fucking took an hour to get to. (laughs) So you were waiting tables five stories up and down and and you would tell these stories. You you cried. Oh, I I hated waiting tables. I was I I loved it. And I'm a I complain a lot. Apparently, like, that's what they said. Marina, you never come in and you're never not complaining about. I just never liked working that job. Did you make good tips? Yeah, I had to I had to survive in right. New York City. You got to get a good restaurant. I mean, job. I loved it when I was younger, but I would tell them like, "Don't order this. It really sucks." Or you know, really, yeah. I never cared. I know oh, I cared I was too the much. Worst. And then they'd be like, "Tell us, oh, you're so funny." Blah 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 blah. And then no one would get up to leave. So I, I got I used to get in trouble. Did All you right. did you get your equity card through there? I remember actors used to no. work at Jekyll and Hyde for their equity card. You're right. Yeah, because they did like the little acting and stuff. Oh, they yeah. did. Oh, because you I were acting as a character. <laughs> yeah. What character were you when you were? Oh, no, I waited tables. I wasn't. I was. Oh, we were okay. told we were explorers. Wow! Right. Tables. <laughs> All right. So you start doing stand up. Uh, you get booked in uh, South Africa. Oh my God! You right? Did this work? And in your audience, and you got a hug from Winnie Mandela. Zen Zenzi was also in the audience. The daughter. They weren't in the audience. They were actually. That's that's not how that happened. Fuck. Um, but the, what happened was I did meet them because there was you the met, last day of I was only and there they for said, a short And trip. she said, welcome home. She said, welcome home. Because it was my last day. And he said, do you want to go to the zoo or do you want to meet right. Winnie Mandela? And well, I said, oh, my fu- God. But he surprised me. He said we were going to this restaurant and we walked in who and was she he? was standing there. The guy who booked me, David Cow. Cow? That's his name. C-O-W? K-A-U. 
Oh. And he's very famous over there, and he was very close with the Mandela family. And so (laughs) when I walked in, I saw Winnie Mandela and the whole family, the whole Nelson Mandela. And I said, oh, my God. And they wanted to surprise me like that. And then she said, welcome home. That's way to her voice. Welcome home. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then, uh, all right. Then you start working. You work with Shirley. And then I have another funny story about that. Go, tell me. I hugged her. Yeah. And my hair, my natural hair, which means no perm, no nothing. Right. it, It locked with her wig. Uh-huh. And pulled her wig? Almost off. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Did you laugh or were you mortified? I was mortified. I was scared because I've heard stories. What? Um, that she can lose it? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I didn't, you know, I was just like, why is my hair locking with her? I heard right. static. I guess you heard static. I mean, you're hugging Winnie Mandela. The last thing you, when you hear static, you're like, is this her? Right. Like, Am I getting like, What is going on? And then, right. she, you know, they do more than one kisses. So she, I had to go in again and go oh, through that Oh, yeah. Again. You have to do the other side. Oh, like, that must have been pressure. Please don't pull off her wig. Please, God. Now, you <laughs> then, um, you got, you start, you got a job as a correspondent on Leno. I, that happened years later, but yes. And you were on the second season of Last Comic. The, the Last Comic Standing that happened what, first. was what really started everything. Yeah, that Last Comic Standing you was were on what the second season. Yeah. people give me work like right. in, in the club's mainstream. Lucian right. Holt, who was at the comic mm. strip. Really, R.I.P. Yeah, he loved me and he said, you're, he you're told like me he didn't on like you fire. Yeah. He didn't, when he, really? When no, he I'm kidding. That? I can hear him saying that in this yeah. voice, Marina. He told me years ago, he's like, you know that joke you do about the continent of Africa on your head? Uh, it's just, um, hack. <laughs> oh, God. You know what he said to me? Hmm. I must have been 18 years old, and I came into the city because someone had dared me to do stand-up in college, and I did. So I must have been about 18 19 and I come in to audition and uh, Lucian Hold ran the comic strip uh, and you used to go sit in the booth in this booth and he would tell you when you know if you passed or not I mean if he called you over after the so I do go up on a Monday and he says well (laughs) this is when he was like healthy yeah you're Mm -hmm. um Jewish. Uh, you're a woman. You're tall. I don't know what kind of market there is for <laughs> oh no Jewish female comedians. Just I'm like, so- where? What else is there? It's 1982. What else is working? Okay, Elaine Boozler, Rita Rudner, J- Joan Rivers. The, there's no market for Carol Leifer for fucking uh, whatever. Mm. Anyway, so you... Um, Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall's not Jewish. Oh, she should be. VP! He did say that to me. He goes, well, you are black. Right. But... I know what... I love when he does that. I you don't are. really know... I, it was almost like he was saying, I don't know, really know which category you fall... He goes, you do a British accent, and it's pretty good, but I don't know what region it's from. <laughs> Oh, my God. He's out of his... Well, he's dead. <laughs> so you do last comic standing. You come in to the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Do you think it was a godsend that you didn't win? Oh, yeah. I didn't I have know. that many jokes. Yeah. I, I that's, was new. Yeah. Um, but you start getting work. And you you say, ooh. You were the ooh lady on Chappelle's show. 
The ooh lady? Ew. Ew. Oh, ooh. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. ew. You smell like french fries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was great. And then you you get this job with Lino, Jay Lino, who yeah, liked as, you. They yeah. saw you in a club, and you pitched a, a story about Harlem. Yeah, that was the beginning of writing when I think. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize I was such a writer, really. But, you know, there's moments where you go, oh, I guess I am. Yeah. But, yeah, I pitched this idea to do a thing about the gentrification of Harlem. And right. Jay Leno said, you have always wanted to do something in Harlem. And for some reason, when I was on... The regular NBC, they never wanted to. So this, let's do it. It's unbelievable. Why wouldn't you want to do something in Harlem? That's what he said. He's a, he's rich. Yeah, that's what Jay Little said. He yeah. said, "I always wanted." So this is good, and let's do it. And it was just about like you know, the you know. Changes. All right, now this will go back to the very <clears throat> beginning. You know, my friend Bob with the toe, uh, who has <laughs> ALS. Uh, he was the first out gay comedian ever uh, to perform on Jay Leno. It was 95 maybe, 94, 95. And when Jay found out he had ALS, he called him recently. And, uh, you know, he can't talk, so Eddie talked for him. But, I mean, he's like a human being. Yeah, he is. He's a human being. He came in the room when we, I think the day that I had was presenting Mm -hmm. my piece on the show, and, you know, I come out, and he came in the green room, he sat down, and he just chatted with me about yes. like stuff. Like, what do you think we could do next time? This is really good. And it was like he was a real person right. to me. And it was just, and he told me about his father being in Harlem and why it was so close to him. Right. And that was nice. Wait, that let he me get a tissue. It was nice. It's just that is like, nice. um, it's like he's still an artist. Yeah. Well, he's still a comic. Right. That, you yeah. know? Well, he's a human being, not afraid to, but he you still know, loves relate. the art of it too it seems you know you, you know what you're way younger than me so you don't know anything about art <laughs> now uh, for some reason every time you say art judy is annoyed yeah <laughs> the art of it the, the art, art of, of it. it um it's so, so artistic what do you wait think till i say of, paradigm what what do you think of i'm very curious because you know i started doing stand-up in the 80s um mm. and uh I got a lot of shit. A lot of, you're too Jewish, you're too this, you're too whatever. Um, But I didn't, obviously, (laughs) didn't care and then came out as a gay parent and that was a very good thing to do um, in the mid-90s. I remember. I watched you on stage. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, she's amazing. Yeah, well, because that's what I did every single night. I saw you on stage pregnant. Mm -hmm. You did? And you were like, oh. Oh no! Okay, I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> I know, it was so I used to do fun. that. It was I used to go, just... Oh my god! What? Then one time I poured water behind me onto the stage. I'm like, Oh my god! My water broke. One time I took a little doll. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I used to love do. I used to be like, Hi! I just got. I was just in the bathroom and I just um um gave birth. I don't. I don't remember when the whole prom thing all right whatever but i loved being pregnant on we stage. just own you know it's like for a young comic to see uh you know someone on stage not just being a woman but someone like judy just owning the stage performance wise is something that always resonates with me i love you because it's not just about like telling jokes no it's also about like Command. owning commanding that yeah. stage and it's not a lot of that right now right so and, that's where yeah. i get to that's um 
I mean, no, I just, this new wave of feminism, because I feel like uh, you are on the mature side uh, as far as, you know, your mind. Um, oh, well, thank you. And I, and your jokes are thoughtful uh, and funny thank and dry and funny. Uh, but, you know, there is, I've been a feminist my whole life. Um, but I feel like these, what do you think of the younger woke? And I'm not saying younger age wise, but they are younger age wise, but newer comics, people who now believe that feminism is speaking like freely about sex and, you know, which is fine. But I believe feminism is equality for everyone, that that your gender, that you can be your gender, whatever gender that is, that you can be that gender and that's fine. That's, you don't have to act like a, what another gender to be equal. Right. And just be you. Right. And, and, I, and it, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Don't put labels on it. I'm sexual. I'm this type of feminine. Yeah, it's just it's, out of control. So I feel like um, there are, con I mean, I believe in freedom of speech. I, you know, look, I repost all the anti-Semitic tweets I get. Um, people are like, Judy, <laughs> Judy, but you're not fat and ugly, Dyke. You're not a fat and ugly. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm a fat. I mean, I do think I'm a fat and ugly, Dyke, but I don't really, you know what I mean? I'm not posting these for you to be like oh you're well they just don't get that we're comics too i think and then there's there's a lot of feminist comics right now that are i think confused about what comedy is um and i it's like i get that everyone needs to have a say and a point of view um but it seems to be that's only that's only what they're doing they just yeah, have there's a point so many right, and it and it is. And I'm going to talk rah. about sex, 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 sex. It's like yay for being a hoe, right? Or, yay for women's equality, but where's the funny? And then right. where is the stage performance? And where is the the craft of owning that stage? Right, Amy Schumer. What? A one that has I think uh, led part of the you know uh, mainstream sort of fight with that she's kind of taking both sides and combining them uh, one of the younger comics that I think is doing a really good job of promoting feminism did, also did anyone um, actually ask you <laughs> your opinion oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no I think with her show I do believe with Amy's show she has been able to deal with these real life situations of you know making fun of both sides uh, yeah but yeah, she but she does it, but she's funny. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There are some people. She's really funny. That's yeah, the she thing. is a funny, but she's funny. But th there are some people that are just like, I'm going to talk about, you know, blank. And there are there is an uh, this is the thing. Every but, generation goes through this phase where even the audience starts to go, I guess this is what comedy is. It, it's right. just a rah, rah, rah. So you'll get audiences that'll actually be into the feminist comedian who's just doing like sort of like speaking, you know, but they're not really funny. But they'll be like, yeah, she's right. She's on the right side of things. God bless her. But mm -hmm. it's like, no, no, but no, no, no. But it's also no, like no. the guy. Now I'm, and the, all right. On, and conversely, on the male side, the newer male comics believe that comedy that and and this is all, all they can talk about is porno 
porn. Oh, I haven't seen this. Oh, my God. They talk about porn all the fucking time. I've had so many go- young guy comics, and without fail, they talk about I guess I don't listen porn. to the male comics too much. I try not to. But I just... I just sleep with them. That's it. <laughs> but go ahead. Shut now, up and speaking of me. which, you love younger men. I well, I don't. I well, they they are attractive, right? But <laughs> can you speak to them? I cannot. It's the horrible thing. It's the last relationship I had. I mean, he was a beautiful man, mm-hmm. how, beautiful personality. How much? How much younger than you? Seventeen years. Oh wait, I got. Hold on. Or do you need a tissue? What's going on? <gasps> Okay, <laughs> seventeen years. Mm-hmm. I don't say that on stage. That's like Donald Trump. All have no. I love that. That's like Donald Trump and Melania. Okay, so, but why is it okay for him to do it? I know. And okay. I, had, I had a male comic. I won't say his name, but he was like, "That just shouldn't happen." Who? <laughs> that sounds like Kurt Metzger. Who? It does. He I was, was gonna guess. It was Kurt. Ah, it was. It's it. just, just, just not right. Well, yeah, not. but he can fuck a twenty-year-old. Right. The, but that's not the way things happen. Okay, <laughs> guys, guys get younger girls. It's not the other way around. It's just not the way it's done. Ugh. Right, only so, we can manipulate younger people and make them home. All right, wait, so 17 well, years younger than you, and what did he do for a living? He's a comedian, too. Oh, shit. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Kids. Well, I knew him <laughs> and, for a while. I met okay. him through Godfrey, And how actually. long did you... Um, Two years. And how was the sex? Was it good? Amazing every day. Every day, yeah, we took off for the holidays. <laughs> Wait, but then when? How did? Why did you break up? Well, he broke up with me why? because I he was well. The young are very needy, right? And so I couldn't give him the attention that he needed, mm-hmm. and so he was done. Okay, and I was okay with it because I was exhausted. Actually, I needed rest from all the sex. And okay, and you didn't. Much. It wasn't. You were. You, did you cry over this? No. I was really over it, actually, before we broke up. I was over it the year. I, I always stay in a relationship way too long. Mm. Oh. But I knew he was too young because there was no... Con- I mean, there was a like, lot of times... what'd you talk about? It, nothing. He talked about high school, even, because oh, it was very God. close. Oh, God. He, he, the, look, it was a lot of me inner dialogue going, what are you doing right, right, with right. this young kid? I mean, he would talk and... I, and do you see him now? I just I wanted to hit him? the wall, Judy. Yeah. Do you bump into him? Never. I have not seen him. There was a time when we first broke up where he would show up at the cellar and even Esty would be like, this, is that him? That's him over there. That's <laughs> Don't tell her. I, she hates when people impersonate I know, her. I know, I know. <laughs> is that him? Judy. Um, I'm, She's like, I don't know why people impersonate me. It's not the, the right thing to do. But he uh, was over the, He was like at the bar and she was like, that's so um, he would come around. Everyone would go, Marine, your boyfriend's here. He's like, right. he's a comic too. So, but that stopped. I think he's in LA. He works with Adam Sandler a lot. So oh, that's he's, good he's, for him. He's good. He's a very talented young man. He's going to do fine. Okay. How big was it? Beautiful that? too. All right. Um, we uh, have certain questions we ask uh, people here. One of which is, what pisses you off the most? Marina Franklin, what fucking makes you fucking crazy i think the first thing that came to my mind i mean i get riled up pretty easily mm-hmm. but the first thing is when people think i'm stupid who fucking thinks you're stupid exactly 
So when like it happens, who, who, like, when give people, me an example. When people do things and you're like, do you really think I don't know what you're doing mm. right now? It's like, I absolutely understand how like, you Like, give me a, an example of someone thinking you're stupid. I'll be like you. Like that day we were at that thing and I blew up at the, that's a good example of that show we did. And they're telling me, oh, well, we're just going to sit around and wait. I'm like, I got here at six o'clock in the morning. Can I go get breakfast? Well, we're going to wait until we got to see. Mm. Now, two hours later, you know, I've been sitting here for two hours. So how much more time do I need? You know, I haven't had breakfast. So how much more time do I need to wait? Um. Oh, wait, let me contact someone to see if you can go out and get breakfast. Like that type of stuff. Oh, yeah, I just can't drives with that. But that's not about you. That's about them. Or like if I get in a cab and a cab driver is going the wrong way and thinks I doesn't... I. Thinks I, <laughs> thinks I doesn't know. Um, that is, it, it, it just makes me really oh, angry. Oh, like they think that you're from out of town. And the worst is if they're African and it's a man and you know he just wants you to sit in the back and just shut the foot. You know, and it's like, that's when I get enraged. I get I get immediately angry and I can't even reel it back in. We've been kicked out of a cab, Elisa and I, for kissing. Really? Get out of my cab! And then, of course, you know, I have I've to. been kicked out of a few cabs. Yeah, and then I have to uh, call, you know. Oh, I've, the I go TLC. down. I do. I call the TLC. Yeah, I've I'm very. Yes. I've even gone to court. I got one guy his license suspended. Good. Wow, it's almost impossible to even submit a complaint right. for a cab driver here, too. When? It's. I have tried. I've been on the phone for hours. It's oh, like I do they it all really. The time. You do. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get your number. I'm really good at this. No, she doesn't. This work. is what I do. I'll just write down um, the cabbies and give them to you. So, uh, so be so. Those are the two things that really piss you off. Yeah, it's just it, just don't assume I don't know what you're. It's it's always like amazing. Yeah, but that's also a skill that you can use. Like you don't let people on that you know what the fuck they're. And I don't. I, I I tend to show exactly like exactly right. you know how angry I am. Right. Or, how annoyed I just I'm, I'm I, people are dumb it just really baffles me. here's what pisses me off and this is what's killed me now this week this is my kill me now I go to CNN uh, to go do the Brooke Baldwin show I walk in um, and uh, I want to get coffee and so they bring me to the you know waiting green room whatever the fuck and it's one of those machines where you have to put the... It's not an espresso. It's not a pod. It's like a little... I don't know. It's, yeah, those little coffee things. Yeah. And I put it in and I press the thing and it doesn't work. And because um, the door didn't close correctly. And the woman says, oh, the door didn't close. That's never happened before. And I'm like, I can't because I have a black cloud. I'm like, can you fucking record? Can you record? Please record. <laughs> I have to record you saying that that has never happened before. So I did. I got her to record it. Then also, when I got to CNN, my name wasn't in the system, even mm. though I had been booked earlier that morning. I said, how often does that happen? Not really very often. Then I have a fucking sleep study. OK, oh my God. two weeks ago. And uh, I'm, you know, I got the shit all over me. I can not fucking fall asleep. 530 a.m. The fire alarm goes off. I'm like, well, I thought I died. How, right? how, when were you supposed to wake up? 7.30. That's insane. So the fire alarm goes off. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dead. And this is how I'm dying. And then I thought, oh, no, someone else on the floor died. So they can hear you. So I said, what is that? And they're like, oh, we're sorry. It's the fire alarm. And I'm like, well, why is it? I don't, we don't know. what there's We don't understand. I said, has this ever happened before? No, this is never. I'm like, this is. I fucking. Wait, here. I'm going to. Um, 
I have to play this for you. Ready? All right, we'll take the air out, won't we? Just listen to this, okay? Ready? Here we go. All right, where is it? Okay, ready? I just tried to make coffee, right? And it was broken. I've never seen anything like this in my life. So you've never seen the door not closed? No, it's always closed every time. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, see, that would make me so angry. Okay, that was number one. Here's number two. You recorded that moment? <laughs> you yeah, got I have hot. to record them because people, Elisa thinks I need to be exercised. She goes, "You, there's something, you're possessed. Okay, ready? Oh, I got here and they, um, I wasn't in the system downstairs. Does that happen a lot? Um, once in a blue moon. Once uh, in a blue moon. Yeah, it's very unusual. Because usually everybody's super prepared. You know, people are paid to make sure everything runs smoothly. Right. So. But today, today yeah. you were in it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank yeah. you. But it is just you. It is just you. <laughs> that that was the only one who. Yeah. That would anger me. Right. But it, 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 I need to do it because I need to fucking prove that I have the Lauren. Yo. Is it unbelievable? Yeah, no, it is. What unbelievable. we have a common problem with, and it sound like right. the same person, by the way, is that that voice and and that youth is what annoys me and makes me immediately angry because it's it's it, young people really agitate. But yeah, that they, stuff. well, they're like, yeah, okay, like well. they don't think you know, like that's the right. thing. It's like you're you don't think I've been around, right? But they also don't know how. To, a lot of them don't know how to relate. Because they don't have, you know, person-to-person contact. They have person-to-iPad and person-to-computer and person-to... It's really sad what's going on. Well, they've also grown up in a very oddly sarcastic time in our country, I feel. Okay, you... Have you been to my... You met my mother, okay? <laughs> I did. Okay, don't talk about sarcasm, okay? No I know, I know, I know, but I'm just saying I grew up... Like, that's... That was a problem with Elisa. It's like, I am so sarcastic... And she'd be like, really? I'm like, no, that would, I know. It's really hard to well, be. Well, you know, it's interesting, the podcast that I do, right? Yes. Friends Like Us. Yes. Um, the audience that I've created, mm-hmm. I don't really think get that the comic D part. And so when I did a comedy show for our anniversary, it was interesting that they didn't know how to laugh. Like they thought, oh no, that oh. can't be. It was a lot of aww. Because right. they're so used to the podcast, we get very serious and then right, sometimes right, we right. laugh. So they, oh, so they yeah. came and like, you know, like Godfrey was the last comic. He was, right. stop that. Right, <laughs> it's awful. It's like they don't know that we're joking. Right. They really don't. And if They're you go very the, literal. They got that way with Gina Yashray, who was a brilliant comedian. Yeah, yeah. And they were just like, oh, Oh, don't talk about the audition that you could have done and you didn't do it. Oh, oh shut it's just up. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's nice, really but annoying. not. Yeah. It's so fucking annoying. And they'll complain. Annoying. Like, Godfrey even said this on stage and it was great. He goes, oh, Marina, Godfrey was on stage and he was he was being mean to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marina, Godfrey humped a bottle on stage. Is that what you want for your show? Oh, God. I mean, it really it's is. unbelievable. I wow. know they got you. People take themselves way too seriously. Now, um, I the other question we ask all our guests. Yes. I'm going to say no. What do you think? I, I don't think uh, none. I don't. What know. do you think? I don't think so either. I don't think so. Which is you know, 
Am I a lesbian? No. Are you on any antidepressants? Nah. I knew it. No, I don't. I don't need it. I go to therapy though. That's you good. do yeah, every that's good. week. So you've never been on an antidepressant? No, I don't need it. I just don't. Yeah. You're so fucking lucky. I yeah. Have I do you think take, I am lucky for that one. I do have problems sleeping. All right, good. And uh, <laughs> something is wrong. So you have issues. You I have do so- have issues. I have to go to therapy. Yes, I have to. Uh, is your therapist white or black? White woman, man or Jewish? Oh, Jewish. And, it's funny and is she I on the first upper one west was side? Black, by the way, her name was Shirley, and she was horrible. Mm. Why? Because Shirley, do Shirley? I'll be you. Hi. Um, Don't sit back all the way back because I need to put a towel on that seat because you're going to get grease on the chair. Oh man! Are you fucking kidding me? No. Okay. What's, and I, what's your one like so now? The one I went to when I went at you know. I started. I said, "Do you want to put a towel in that chair? Because yeah. I don't want to get oil." Oh my god! Oh she my says, god. "What? What are you talking? About? Are Can you... we talk about this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said, yeah, I guess so. Where is she on the Upper West Side? No, she's in Brooklyn. She's all the way Grand Army Plaza. I take it's like a trip. I do every. You two know, days. it's funny because I bump into people. Um, I and my therapist's uh, office. So I, I was walking into therapy. And Corey Kahaney is walking out of the building. <laughs> and I'm like, funny. she's like, oh, I just went to my therapist. I'm like, I'm going to my therapist. But it wasn't the same therapist, oh, but they're good. in the, yes. I don't know. There's one therapist that all the comedians go to. I don't think that's a good idea. No. I don't it's know why horrible. they do that. They I think know. They think he's good. And I'm like, the fact that he's allowing it is not good. Right, right, right. My therapist actually, when I tell her, the first time I told her someone wanted to go to her, that she's like, no, no, no. I deal with just you. Right. So I'll refer them to someone else. And that's when I knew she was yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You that's can't. Cool. That's horrible. She's my favorite. Um, nice. Marina, where are you going to be? This is airing uh, when? This is airing this Tuesday. Wait, what about the other guy? Oh, no, next Tuesday. I apologize. Uh, I've got some of Marina's dates written down for after the show oh, airs. Oh, yes. Okay. So, Marina, you're going to be in um, Madison, Wisconsin, November yes. 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Yeah, headlining. That's great. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I nice. um, I'm actually at uh, Feinstein's Fifty Four Below on November third and November fifth, and then I'm in Ridgefield, Connecticut, on the fourth. Yeah, and interrupt us. There. You're also at uh, Caroline's on Broadway on the twenty fifth. Oh, but this will be out before then, so never mind. Yeah, go shut the fuck up. And okay. you're at University of Iowa on the tenth. I am, and I'm at yeah November tenth. That's five days before my birthday. Now, just so you know, Univers- Iowa gay marriage. First, oh, really? one of the first states, yes. My first white boyfriend was from Iowa. Too. Really? So that, there we go. Do you like doing colleges? Woohoo! Iowa just starting shit. You is know. it in Storm <laughs> Storm Lakes, Iowa? Because I did that college. Is it in Storm Lakes? I have no. I you know what? When I get colleges, I just I write it down and then I don't do any research. Right. That's, that's not, great. Probably not good. I think uh, it's a University of Iowa. I think that's what I read. Okay, you really? But um, it should be good. Marina, will you come back? They'll be like, oh, don't say that. Oh, yeah, right, because they're young. Oh. Marina, have you ever had a lesbian um, experience? Okay. Just just my trainer. And just grabbing, did she grab your pussy? She never grabbed it, but she tapped it. Really? No. <laughs> did she put weights on it? Um, do we have any reads that we need to do today? No. Oh, awesome. Mistletoe? No. You guys no, don't no. I do that one too. Yeah, we have mistletoe. Uh, I know. I, I wish... have the book too. We yeah. were. I read the whole thing to Hamda while she was in the hospital. Is it a good book? It oh, you is. Have to say. It 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 is a book like none I've ever read before. It's a book. It is such a 
Jill Shalvis. It's Jill Shalvis. The problem we with had, mistletoe. we laughed, we cried. You cried? Uh, nearly. Wow, that's good. If it emotes you, I mean, makes you emote. Yeah, not because it's sad. Right. Just because it's like, you know, something I would never read. So it's right. funny in comparison. There's a cat in it, right? She's, it's New York yeah. Times bestselling author. Yeah, there's a cat. She, the yeah, guy uses a, the yeah. cat as an excuse to come and... Pussy! Or pussy. Pussy. She, what, what, the pussy! Gives them pussy! I'm so glad that that word is like being used more. Pussy, oh, right? pussy, pussy. <laughs> People used to cringe and now it's like everyone's... And everyone says cunt now, Thank too. you, Trump. Thank you, Donald. Listen, Marina Franklin, thank, thank you. Um, the name, no, thank name you. of your show is Girls Like Us. Friends Like Friends Us. Like it's us. a Friends Fucking. Like Us podcast. I'm sorry. Which is I'm also, very sorry. Which is Friends also- Like Us on Play. <laughs> it's also on Play Dutch Shit. <laughs> Uh, you're at marinafranklin.com. Right. Yeah. And you're uh, on Twitter at Marina Franklin. Marina Y. Franklin. Marina Y. Yeah, Marina Y. Franklin. Some Brazilian chick took Marina Franklin. So. Fuck her. Whatever. And I'm single. And you're single and you need someone who's need 20 Single, years ready old. to mingle. It's been two years now. Since okay. Had you need so to get. grab a hotel room and, and grab a pussy. That's why you see these bags yeah. under here. So yeah. You need to get some. Get late. some pussy. Get All some right. pussy. Thank you so much. Uh, and Shake a dang dang. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.